Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Are you looking to take your media strategy to the next level and make impact with millions of customers? Walmart Connect harnesses the massive reach of America's number one retailer. They can help you connect more meaningfully with Walmart's 139 million weekly online and in-store customers to find the right audience for your message. They use Walmart's proprietary customer purchase data to help you precisely target even niche audiences at scale. Visit walmartconnect.com today to see how they can help you find the customers you want at the scale you need. And hello, everybody. Welcome back for a brand new week. Um, I don't know where I was going with that train of thought. It's fine, guys. It's okay. Anyway, you are in for a treat with this episode. Today, we have Amy Young, who is the VP of Brand Marketing at Kendra Scott, the famous jeweler. We love her. You've seen it. So today, you all were talking about jewelry, Kendra Scott's book that is officially out now, Born to Shine. Pick it up, read it. I went to the um, book tour stop that they just had in New York not too long ago and it was amazing Kendra was so sweet the whole team is so nice so you definitely want to check out Born to Shine it's an amazing book Kendra goes through just everything about the business so if you love business books if you love biographies if you love jewelry you want to read it it's amazing it's yellow it's beautiful get into it um, but anywho, we will be talking with Amy about Bama Rush, like that phenomenon. If you're not familiar with it, we give you the 411 on like what's going on with it. So grab a snack, pull up the chair, grab a seat, lay down, whatever you want to do, and get ready for this great episode with Amy. Amy, thank you so much for joining us today. Of course. Thanks for having me. So before we get started, we like to always ask all of our guests, what does the term young influential mean to them? Ooh. Young influential means like empowerment, brave, trendsetter, thought starter. Um, I think of a young influential, influential as just someone who is kind of paving their own path and someone who's, you know, kind of setting the bar really, really high for everyone. <laughs> Come on. We love the keywords. Those belong on charms. <laughs> Look at all these little key terms. <laughs> so before we get into Kendra Scott and Bama Rush and all our, our favorite topic, um, how did you get involved into like the brand marketing realm like, and jewelry? Were you, did you study like marketing and business or how did this all come to be into you getting into this sphere? I actually went to school for mass communications with a specialty in advertising. I feel like ever since I was a little girl, this sounds so silly, but you remember that movie, What Women Want? And oh, you, oh my God, classic. She was like, had this insane office and had all these like huge clients and, and then like how to lose a guy in 10 days. I'm oh. like, why does every cool woman <laughs> work for like this amazing magazine or like an ad like agency. And so I think that as a little girl, I used to always watch those movies and I'm like, that's what I want to be. 
And so I grew up in Houston, Texas, and, you know, went to school, studied mass comm specialty in advertising. And then, you know, like every 21-year-old, you know the world. And so I was like, I'm moving to New York City. And my parents were like, okay, we'll, we'll see about that. Like, do what you want to do. <laughs> now, if you find a job, you can do it. And so I actually landed a job. And they were like, you did what? <laughs> and... um moved to New York. I was working for, it was a kind of like a prototype magazine at the time, but what's now women's health magazine. And I started out in ad sales. So not quite the creative side of things, but I was just obsessed with the print industry and, you know, had my heart set on going to New York. And so I worked for a couple of magazines, you know, within Rodale publishing. And then I worked for the Mecca of everything at the time was Nylon Magazine. I mean, if you were in New York in your early 20s, that just was the end all be all of all things fashion, culture, music, film. And I created created some incredible friendships and mentorships there um, that I still keep up with everyone to this day. But from there, I really, um, you know, when you're in that part of the industry, you're constantly kind of changing your brand voice to appeal to different advertisers. So it's like you're going after a denim brand or a tech brand. And I was really craving just I wanted to like represent a singular voice and like really, really help identify a brand. And so um, I switched over. And, you know, at that time I was working, I switched over and my first job on like the brand side was with Alice and Olivia and spent some time there and went um, over to coach and then um, kind of had one of those moments where home Texas was calling me and I came home and then I landed um, at Kendra Scott where I've been there for close to five years now. So um, kind of a, bounced around a little bit of everywhere, but um, really started in print media and then uh, switched over to brand. Uh, first of all, I love the Houston Connect. I lived in Rice Village. <laughs> love, love it. I love Rice Village. I remember as a kid driving in Rice Village thinking that I was so fancy because I got out of the suburbs and I would go, like my friends and I would go hang out in Rice Village. Oh my goodness. No, I love, it's, it's changed so much. I was there like in between um Miami and here in New York for a little bit and so like just living over there and like seeing everybody with the like little lemon fanny pack I'm like uh my tribe <laughs> I'm like I found this but I feel like that's so cool I feel like whenever I talk to like marketing people it's always so cool to like see the move from like publishing over and stuff because a lot of times people are like oh you can't switch over this makes sense or oh I've always been in publishing I can't switch over to marketing or marketing but the it, it's all creative and it all kind of flows together which I feel like we're yeah. now seeing it's like oh everybody works together like PR marketing and editorial they all we all kind of we're all creative in, in a sense so we all it makes sense for us to converge and like move together versus I feel like maybe 10 years ago we all were like oh we're all siloed we don't need to know what they're doing over there how stuff works but our stuff works together. So it's, so it makes sense that we can all switch in and out of the different fields and areas. Totally. I mean, I remember when I first started, it was like print only. And then, oh my gosh, advertisers started wanting to go into digital and there are digital ads. So everyone had to kind of learn digital. And then it was like, okay, a few years later, now it's social and there's social ads and every brand has their own social account. So I think it's so important. It's kind of like just adding chapters to your own personal book of, you know, and you can kind of just keep growing, but you kind of have that steady foundation and just add it, add it to your, 
you know, your resume, your repertoire. No. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> but speaking of jewelry and Kendra Scott that you said, did you have like a, were you always like a fan of jewelry? Like back, back when you were like, I feel like a lot of us, when we were younger, like we liked our grandparents watches or we loved our, like the joy that our moms or whatever put on, like, were you always interested in accessorizing and all that stuff as a kid and growing up? Oh my gosh. Yes. I remember, I mean, my mom was big in the clip on earring phase and me trying to go out the door to school wearing ginormous <laughs> clip on earrings. Like, Take those off. What are you doing? And I remember so, so badly wanting to have pierced ears forever. And she's like, you're too little. You're too little. And I always, Oh, I thought that getting pierced ears was so cool. And then my older cousin took me to a Claire's and we were going to get pierced ears together. And I thought it was the biggest deal ever. And she chickened out. And then I actually had to go and get oh, my man. ears pierced. So I went and got my ears pierced first. And then she was like, okay, no, 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 no. I'm not doing it anymore. But, um, Oh, Love, love, love accessories. Always wearing, um, you know, I was a little girl clacking around my mom's <laughs> high heel shoes. You know, jewelry is so fun because it's so, you know, you can really like transform whatever you're feeling. If you're like, hey, I'm going to rock it today and put on a bold statement earring or a bright lip. I mean, it's like, watch out for that woman. It's Here like, she comes. especially like in the South in Texas, we love our, we love our accessories. <laughs> We do. Oh, like we, we love do. a good, we love a good watch, a good like um, costume, like brooch or whatever. All of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you keep just layering it on. My grandmother was the queen of that. She always had the silk <laughs> scarf collected with the giant brooch. Oh my gosh, I I love it. <laughs> but can you give us like a brief description on like what Kendra Scott is for those who aren't familiar with the brand? Yeah, of course. We are uh, Kendra Scott's a jewelry lifestyle brand um, founded in Austin, Texas. Uh, we're celebrating our 20th anniversary Ooh. this year, which is incredible. But we have uh, over 130 stores across the country, as well as um, incredible wholesale accounts with specialty boutiques across the country, as well as um, you know your majors that you think of, Nordstrom, Bloomingdale's, um, Dillard's are all incredible partners of ours. Uh, we really operate on our three key core pillars of family, fashion, and philanthropy, um, which is, you know, at the heartbeat of every single thing that we do. Um, we are big believers in that our customer is our boss, which makes things fun. And so we're very customer focused, uh, brand. We really, really push, um, wow, community, like customer service. Um, we're very, very community driven. Um, we believe in, you know, all of our marketing tactics, tactics are very localized, very organic boots on the ground versus kind of a general peanut butter smear, um, application to everything. So I would have to say though, that the thing that really, really sticks out to me is how we really, really, you know, walk the walk and talk the talk when it comes to our core pillars of everything from the way that we treat each other in the office to our customers. And it's I think reflected in our growth and our customers have allowed us to grow and expand for 20 years, which is I love awesome. that. And I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of your guys' jewelry and everybody who's listening who doesn't know, they also do men's jewelry as well. It's not just women. So yeah, That's we so do. Cool. Do you want to share a little bit about that? Sure. We launched Scott brothers in June of 2021. Um, so a little over a year ago and everything from 
bracelets to necklaces to rings. Um, the Scott Brothers line was influenced by Kendra and her sons um, directly and absolutely incredible. Kendra's a mom of three boys um, who, you know, really inspired her to create this line. But the thing about Kendra Scott is that we're constantly evolving and meeting our customer where they want us to be. So we also this year just launched a watches line, um, an Apple watch band collection, engagement rings. So we've got a little bit, when we say we have something for every chapter of our customers' lives, we truly do. And I think that we can speak to them from Bama Rush, graduation, back to school, to you know those larger milestones such as getting engaged, or we have wedding bands for when you get married, or even maybe jewelry to wear in your best friend's wedding. Um, so we have a, something for everyone. And we really like to say that we grow and expand with our customer. And speaking of Bama Rush, for all those who aren't familiar with what we just, that gym we just dropped. So a little bit about Bama Rush before we get into the talk about why Kendra and Bama Rush come together. So if you haven't been on TikTok or been under a rock or a lamppost or just not on the internet, Bama Rush was this huge craze um, with Greek life recruitment that started, well, it's been going on forever, but last year it kind of took over TikTok where all these girls were like talking about their recruitment process and were showing off their outfits and expressing like what they had on and would introduce themselves. And Kendra Scott was one of the popular brands that everybody kept mentioning, be like, oh, my uh, bracelets from Kendra Scott. And it, what was so cool is how Kendra Scott was able to kind of partner with these, with like all the, the, the like influencers and everybody who kind of blew it up and really found a way to really bring it in organically with it. So Amy, do you have any like fun facts to share about like how you guys got into the Bama Rush in a cool, authentic way? Yeah. Um, I, I actually love telling this story, but it was one of our um, social media content creators. I think it was his first week at the job. And he, we kept like, he was obviously kind of following on TikTok and kept hearing Kendra Scott, Kendra Scott. And he was like, something is happening right now. <laughs> and he actually then sent a note to our senior manager of social was like, Hey, can I do a response to this? And she was like, sure. And so when I say it was completely organic, it was completely organic with uh, someone who, <laughs> Hey, see something, say something within their first week on the team and was like, I'm going to create a fun response. And so he did this entire thing where, you know, we kind of were making fun of ourselves and did like an homage to all the young women who were saying, Kendra Scott, Kendra Scott, Kendra Scott. And we all came in the office the next day and we we're like, what is this? And we completely, when I say the entire marketing team became completely infatuated, like all we could do was like huddle around the phones. We're like, there's a new one. There's a new one. Let's go see what she's wearing. What is she wearing? And we're like, oh my gosh, what is this? And then we're going to our CMO and our CEO and to Kendra. Kendra was out of town at the time. We're like, we've got to find her. She's got to see this and respond to it. And she was like, oh my gosh, what is happening? So to talk about like, it was completely organic. It was so exciting. And we, I mean, they just kept coming and coming. And this whole phenomenon, just like how it took over, you know, everyone else, it took over us too. We were like, this is absolutely incredible. And to this day, I want to know who thought to have the recruitment or the rushies or to actually post their app. I'm like, who thought of this? And forever they will be able to say like, I thought of Bama Rush. Like I was the one that like did OOTD for recruitment. Um, but it was, it was incredible. And, you know, I think that it's a testament to again, how organic TikTok really is and how you have to be where you just have to, if you see something happening, you got to jump on the bandwagon and make the most of it. Like, I just think it was so cool just how 
a lot of times people think that they'll like post stuff and they'll talk about like a brand and whatnot. And a lot of times we think it just goes into the abyss that they're not watching or they're not looking and how you guys just are like, Oh no, we're seeing this. Like there's something going on here and kind of like jumped in on it in a way that was like authentic and organic versus how a lot of times like the brand or whatever will look at it and then kind of like jump into it. And it's in kind of like a weird way where it's like, wait, you don't really know what's going on or like what we're doing and stuff. We, I mean, I said it at the beginning, but I truly mean like our customers are boss. So when we hear that they're wearing us and that, I mean, it's a privilege that they're including us and they're, you know, this recruitment, it's such a huge moment for so many young, you know, people going and like entering this next chapter of their life. And so when we hear it, of course we want to be part of it and we want to like celebrate with them. It's like, it's, a kind of a win-win situation for everyone involved. And so we love, and I think that that's the beauty of TikTok. Like we love to respond to customers on TikTok. It's like the, the best. And whenever they're like, oh my gosh, you responded. Like, of course. <laughs> it's a highlight of our social teams um, and we get a kick out of them. And I think that, you know, they never cease to amaze us, but some of the comments and the one-offs are hilarious. And sometimes our customers have really, really good ideas too, where we'll kind of do a poll, like what color stone should we go after? What kind of shape do you want to see next? Um, and I, I think that that's kind of adds to that community factor and that longevity that I spoke about too. It's like, you have to continue to stay in touch with your customer at all times. And gosh, social is such an incredible tool and really allows us to do that. And I feel like it's so cool because, like, outside of just, like, the Bama Rush thing, but I feel like, like you said, you guys do a really good job of, like, listening and engaging with the customers and really, truly defining what, like, user-generated content is, where you're, like, resharing and tagging and all that stuff with the customers. Because I feel like a lot of times and stuff, like, brands will be like, oh, use, hashtag, whatever, whatever, and then it's, like, there, but we never see that content or people just have to search it on their by themselves and find it, but you guys truly make your followers and community feel like, no, your voice is being heard. And it is like, um, you're engaging with it constantly. Where it doesn't feel like it's kind of one-sided, but like an actual conversation where both parties are being engaged and uh, spoken with. Yeah. And I think that goes back to our philosophy around social is that we truly believe that organic is best. Um, we pay attention to what they are, like what our customers are responding to. We even see like an uptick. We, of course, we'll highlight some of our incredible model imagery from campaigns, but we always see a bigger uptick whenever we're using UGC. Our customers like to see people who dress like them, look like them, feel like them, are in our stores. Um, so we really kind of go for that, you know, authentic, organic, you know, outlook when it comes to social and especially on TikTok and TikTok, we say it's the wild, wild west of social media. <laughs> I'm always like, go nuts, um, have fun with it, try something new. And I think that people pick up on that. We truly, we have fun with social. And I think that that's what we always say. It's like what it's kind of meant to be. Um, and really like provide inspiration for our customers and for our audience, not necessarily like telling them what to do, but providing them like a platform to be inspired. And what I think is so cool, like outside of the Bama Russian, that's obviously like very Gen Z focused because it's those who are going through the recruitment process and sharing what their pieces. But I feel like you guys do a good job of balancing between like that whole moment and then also millennials and then also those who aren't millennial. But I feel like it's a really you guys do a really good job of making all generations and age age groups feel inclusive. So like if someone's younger in high school and stuff, they can see like 
the different cool stuff that you guys do with Bama Rush and if millennials and younger ones can see like that content also. And I feel like it's just a really good job of showing all ages in a way that truly does come across as authentic and not in a way where it's, you guys are like, oh, we got to make sure we're putting all these different people in here. But it's like in a way that like actually flows, not like you're just trying to meet a quota for <laughs> for uh, uh, reaching different demos. <laughs> Well, thank you. I mean, that's, first of all, a huge compliment. (laughs) Um, And I think that goes back to like what we always believe in, especially in our marketing department, is just storytelling. So ensuring that, yes, we can speak to Bama Rush, but are we positioning it as just a recruitment campaign? Are we speaking it or kind of positioning it as back to school and then recruitment? And then pre-fall styling. And so kind of like making sure that we have this 360 journey, if you will. And I think that just showing diversity um, within our imagery and within our social media campaigns and just showing to like how I mentioned customers want to see people that look like them and feel like them and um, see how our stylists are dressing and see how, you know, Kendra's favorite picks and like inspiration behind the design, I think is so important. So really providing you know, content that everyone can connect with in different ways, I think is so important. So thank you. We, we, we work really, really hard at that. <laughs> no, you can definitely tell, because I feel like sometimes a lot of brands and stuff are like, oh, we got to talk to Gen Z, but we also have to make sure we're focusing on, say, our millennial moms, and then, oh, we have to make sure we're talking to, like, their parents and stuff. And so it seems like it's just, like, a lot of just, like, throwing stuff at the wall versus you all are like, look, this is who our person is, and we're going to, this is who we know we're talking to and we're going to find a way to make everybody feel included. Like you said, like they're our boss, like we're going to find a way to do it, not just trying to make a quota, which I think is, which is really cool. And I feel like very hard for a lot of brands to do now because it's, you're bouncing so much. You're trying to like figure out new way, like new social media things to reach that different group and then continue the the different mediums and platforms that you are already using to reach like maybe the older um, audiences. So it's just like, a give and go thing. So it's very hard to do. And I, I think that goes back to like creating specific content for different channels. Um, you know, how we speak to our customer on Facebook is completely different, obviously, than how we speak to them on TikTok. And even ba- from the messages that we're showing, the product that we're showing, the content that we're delivering. And so I think knowing who your audience is, is really important. And then that way you kind of get that full scope. Um, you know, TikTok obviously is younger and more playful where, you know, our customer on Facebook loves to see, you know, inspiration behind the design. We design all of our products um, in our studio in Austin, Texas, which is absolutely incredible. If you're ever in Austin, you have to come visit us, Colin. Oh, um, I'm coming. <laughs> I was like, I'm coming. And so there, it's, you know, providing the content for whoever, you know, is in that right channel. And I think that's also key that you brought that up. I feel like a lot of times, like, uh, we see these new platforms come and we're like, oh, new platform. And it's just like a copy and paste, same content across all of them. And it's like, it's very important, like you said, to know that your audience on, say, LinkedIn is not the same audience that's on Instagram that's not the same as on TikTok. So it's very important to know who you're talking to the different platforms and to know, like, what type of content that something might stick on one that's not going to stick on the other versus like just copy and pasting that I feel like we did 10 years ago. We're like, Oh, Pinterest is here. Okay. (laughs) Just copy and paste like whatever on there. It's like, no, like what you might do on there is like a breakdown of like a perfect go-to recruitment outfit or go-to fall outfit versus on Instagram. We might actually show the model, a model wearing that outfit or a young girl at Bama Rush who's like wearing that outfit or something on Instagram. You might do, 
like a reel of somebody getting ready for their like fall party or like going to coffee or whatever. So it's like kind of taking that time to know that like they're different audiences and then also realizing you don't have to be on all those platforms. Like for sure. you can just focus on one. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ready to unlock the full potential of your media spend? Whether you're looking to launch a new product, build your brand, or help increase sales this quarter, Walmart Connect helps brands make an impact with precise targeting, powerful analytics, and the reach of America's number one retailer. Walmart Connect offers solutions for advertisers of all sizes on and off Walmart's digital properties and in their stores. From cost-effective sponsored search and self-serve display ads on Walmart's site and apps to connected TV and off-site media across web and social to in-store activations and live events, Walmart Connect can help you deliver the right content to the right Walmart customer at the right step of their shopping journey. And Walmart Connect's closed-loop measurement means they can track the full impact of your campaign on sales, not just on Walmart's site and app, but also in-store. For some campaigns, they can even provide rest-of-market data that tracks the impact on sales at other retailers. Visit walmartconnect.com today to find out how you can start connecting with Walmart's 139 million weekly online and in-store customers. Walmart Connect. More than media. Meaningful connections. To throw a fun curveball in it, you know, in the jewelry industry, as you can imagine, during those key gifting periods, such as like holiday, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, we see a huge jump in men. You know, the guy is coming in to shop for women in their lives. So we have to kind of switch gears and think of like, okay, how do we convey the right message to the male consumer? Where is he? He's not like on Instagram necessarily or Facebook looking for style inspo. So how does he want to be spoken to? What are the key messages that he cares about? Um, So it's constantly pivoting is kind of like the name of the game. Um, I know that that's not a fun word that people don't like. (laughs) (laughs) But it is in a fun way. And it's like continuously, it keeps us on our toes. And so I think that, you know, you can focus on our female demographic. And then it's like, oh, during these really, really important times of the year, you're like, oh, the guy too. Where is he? What are we doing on Twitter? What kind of ads are we running? What product are we showing? Um, So it's constantly, it's a game and it's so much fun. It's so much fun. We have a great time with it. Yeah, and I think it's just like you said, just like trying stuff and you kind of can't just be like, oh, well, we tried that once and it won't work or, oh, that did poorly. Like, you just have to experiment. A lot of stuff's like experiment, like 
the platforms in different way and messaging changes so fast. So it's like you can't just be like, oh, that way we used to talk to them six months ago didn't work this time. So like you gotta just like try stuff in different ways and it can't get bogged down. Like I, that's one thing I always like hearing people say. It's like, you know, we try to just fail fast. So we'll try this if it doesn't work, like, okay, on to the next thing. Like you can't get bogged down that oh it didn't work. They didn't we didn't drive the traffic or the ROI that we were expecting for Father's Day. Like, no, like try something else. Like it's an experiment. You have to just see. Yeah. And I think that's a nod to a company's culture too. Um, you know, if you're afraid to fail or afraid that something's not going to be, you know, a hundred percent the first time, like, how are you going to try new ideas? Like you have to kind of develop and cultivate, you know, a culture that's like, be brave, be influential, uh, like go <laughs> out there and try something new and, you know, don't make the same mistake twice and take learnings from your mistakes. But I think that that's a good lesson too, for all brands of like, People, you know, if it doesn't go perfectly the first time, reflect, fine tune it and try something else again. And, you know, that's what you kind of have to do to like stay fresh and, you know, reach the customer. Yeah, it's like it, platforms and customers and how we shop and stuff changing every day. So it's like if it doesn't work one way, like you just got to keep trying and like don't give up on like figuring out what's going to work or what's going to stick because stuff's always changing. So you have to be, you have to be fluid and just go with the flow. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But speaking of storytelling, um, we know that Kendra has a cool book coming out soon. She does. In the shine. Do you want to talk a little bit about like what that's about? And like, if you guys are doing Gosh. event around it or any of that. Yes. Um, when we found out that Kendra was coming out with a book, I was like, oh my gosh, can everybody needs to have this on their nightstand as they're like 101. <laughs> um, but it's her personal memoir and it's incredible. I mean, Kendra herself is just so, you know, captivating and she's just, she's amazing. Um, but this book really tells like she's very open and honest and there's a little bit of her personal life, a little bit of like how she became who she is today, some business advice. Um, I think that anyone could read it over and over and over, but she's actually coming out with a, um, she's going on tour and we're like, you're like a rock star going on tour. Does that sound cool? (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, the, um, book comes out in a, week and a half. And then, so she'll be going across the country. She obviously starts in Texas, but she'll be going to New York. So she'll be hosting a meet and greet on our store in Soho, but she's popping around and, um, you know, it was really important to her to be able again, to connect with our customers. And then she'll also be hosting like little, um, kind of workshops along the way. And we're just so excited for her. It's just one thing after another. Um, and I think that this book is something that's obviously really, really special to her. She's poured in so much time and heart into it. Um, and I think that the team is really, really proud of her to have a founder go out and, you know, set the bar so high, and just, um, you know, it's like a huge, huge morale booster and everyone is so cool. We're kind of like all counting down the days at the home office. Like, okay, when's the book coming out? When's the book coming out? Uh, so we're excited. Um, can't wait for everybody to be able to read it and, you know, share some of their favorite parts. She's been doing this amazing series on social. Um, speaking of social, like Kendra on social is so fantastic, but whenever we're able to kind of really showcase her as the person to, um, you know, the brains and heart behind our company. Um, she's been, if y'all want to go follow every Monday, she has this little segment with born to shine, rise and shine with born to shine, where she reads like a little 
clip of it. Um, so if y'all want a little sneak peek, go check out our Instagram. She's done a few readings. And I feel what's really cool about her is that a lot of times, like, a lot of brands don't have the, like, personal touch where they actually meet their consumers and, like, meet who their different buyers are. And I feel like doing not books like this also not just inspires, like, those who are wanting to get into business or wanting to know kind of the ins and outs of starting a business, but the fact that they're like going on tour and stuff. And I feel like coming out of the pandemic, a lot of us like miss that kind of in-person interaction with our favorite brands or our people. And I feel like these are the experiences that you really like hone in on, like who a brand is and kind of really adds that extra personal touch where it makes like, again, like we keep going back to feel like a family and that community really bring it together where people can see when I'm like, okay, like, this is this is why this is the person I'm supporting. They actually line up with my core values. They're like, this is what they're doing in X, Y, and Z. So I think that's also really cool. Yeah, I mean, we're we always say that we're a very like experiential brand. Like we want everyone to like feel, touch, taste, smell, like everything, <laughs> and really create emotional connections. Like we say, like you know, when a customer goes into your store and they say they buy a necklace we want them to leave feeling confident, happy, excited, and carry that feeling with them forever. So every time that they put on that necklace, they remember the way that we made them feel, or we remember the way that they interacted with, um, you know, another customer in our store or an event that they attended or an organization that they learned about. Um, so I, I think that building that emotional connection with our products and our brand is so key. And so I think that that's what we're so excited about with this tour is just like to get out and see everybody again. No, I can't wait. And outside of this tour, do you guys like do any, I know you mentioned like she'll be leading workshops and stuff during this tour, but do you guys do any other events like this? Like where you can really, uh, where the consumers can really get to interact with the brand and get to know more and the more hands-on experience? For sure. We have an event platform called our Kinder Gives Back events where anyone can host an event in our stores online or you can have a hybrid model where um, we really want to empower our customers to give back to the organizations that they care about most. So if you wanted to go and raise funds for a certain cause or organization that you believed in, you could host a shopping event in our stores where 20% of the proceeds go back to your event. Um, And so we really think that it's important for our brand to be a platform and a way for our customers to give back to their communities. Um, It's also a way to build community. Like, you know, sometimes if you see whenever we open a new store in a new market, we'll kind of go in and you feel like literally you're the new kid on the block, but you partner with an organization that, you know, ties back to the community and to see the way that people show up and support is just so cool. And then when you're like, wait, we're doing this all around jewelry and fashion. Like this is amazing that you can use accessories and gold and diamonds (laughs) and whatever to back and also learn and to like really, you know, develop a platform. And I think that it's important that, and I think that's one thing, you know, talking about Gen Z is that we constantly want to get them involved, that customer involved. I think Gen Z, I mean, they are savvy, smart customers. They want to support brands that are socially responsible, that are aware, that give back, that stand for a cause. And so the more that we can integrate them and let them show us what we need to be doing is key. So we use um, that platform. We also have our Shop for Good collection um, where we have a collection of 
of jewelry where proceeds go back to different organizations that are really focused on women and children. Um, we have our Kindred Cares program, which will be a huge part of our holiday campaign sneak peek <laughs> this season, um, where we bring an arts therapy program to local children's hospitals across the country, which is absolutely incredible. So we have so many different ways, but I think that we're always looking um, on new opportunities to let our customers become involved and to give back and build that community. Yeah, that's so, that's so cool. You can host the events in the stores. Like that's, that's giving me ideas. I'm like, wait, I want to host something. That's so cool. Do it. Yeah. Any customer, like anyone, you can walk into any store and talk to anyone that's working there and they will be able to set you up with an event. We can help you create an event invite, you know, pop some bottles of champagne, have a party. We always say we want our stores to feel like someone's living room. Like if you were hosting just kind of like a dinner party or like a little happy hour, like come in, have fun. Um, That goes back to us being an experiential brand. Like, you know, a lot of times when you think of jewelry, you think of, products behind a case. You have to, you know, it's, you have to ask to try it on. You're afraid to ask how much it is. Um, you know, it's kind of stuffy where here we really like to make it feel warm. You'll notice, I mean, everything is yellow. We always say like paint it yellow, paint the town yellow. Um, you know, yellow is Kendra's favorite color. It's the color of optimism. So everything that we do kind of has that. We always say like, make sure it has the yellow thread woven through all of our messaging because we just want to be, we want to convey and exude optimism, happiness, positivity. And so when you go into our stores, you'll you know experience the exact same thing. And we love our events and encourage everyone to try to host an event. It's, it's great. That's so cool. I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely gonna look into that and see what I could do. That's so cool. I love that. <laughs> Stir something up and send yeah, me an you're, you're invited, you're coming. And then maybe we we can do like a hometown <laughs> one, maybe like we'll we'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> I love it. But love um it. before before we uh, wrap up with my advice one, um what are some what are some events and stuff? Are there any like different initiatives like in terms of like experimental? Like I know a lot of events and stuff like Austin City Limits and stuff like that are like coming back where we're starting to see a little bit more um, brands and uh, stores like pop up and put, place themselves into to kind of get back and kind of shed light on um, their messaging to audiences that they sometimes like wouldn't be able to reach otherwise like in their stores. So are there any like events like music festivals or film things or other stuff like that you guys would like to be involved in, like in the whole experimental realm? I want to be involved in it all. Yes. Um, Well, being based in Austin, we always say like, it's in our backyard. We've got to be part of it. I mean, you look at and you see South by Southwest, Austin City Limits. I mean, they're huge, huge events. So we definitely are going to be getting more and more integrated into those. South by Southwest has always been such an amazing opportunity for us. We also have our flagship store located on South Congress, where we have a lot of fun with that store. Um, It's constantly changing um, to really be interactive. And, you know, you go to one month and it's decked out and it looks like a bridal studio. And you go to the next right now, it's all game day where it's literally like University of Texas gone wild. Um, It's absolutely, it's so much fun. You go there and you're just like so, so hyped. Um, But I think that we'll be looking to become more and more involved in large events and some things that we've never done before. I really have my eyes on, I think Stagecoach could be really, really fun. Oh, that'd be so fun. I know, it's so us. It's like a little twist of Texas and California. And I think that it's just like, it needs a little bit of yellow to it, in my opinion. Wait, that's that's like, that's natural. Cause I know you guys are at the, cause I go to the Houston Livestock Show on Rodeo and I know you guys are there. Like I saw you guys there this yeah. year. That was cool. 
We are. I love that you go to the rodeo. Uh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you know. You just one one the one time under the year I put my little boots on. You know, become full Texan. You know, you know. <laughs> I do know. I do know. Our rodeo, um, we always say, I mean, the rodeos are absolutely incredible. Talk about meeting our customer where they are because rodeos are a fashion statement and they've gone, they're not just like a Texas thing anymore. They go across the country. And I think that we've done a, we actually do a rodeo capsule collection every year. Um, Yes. Where we do like this one of a kind, um, very limited edition. You have to go to the rodeo to get it. And I mean, the pieces are absolutely incredible. Um, And I think that rodeo and that look is like such a comeback. Like, you know, it it is such a style that I see Yellowstone and like so many brands are like coming out with cowboy boots and cowgirl boots. And I think that that like vibe is so cool. And it's kind of like this Americana classic. Um, But we definitely will be doing our rodeos. We love a pop up moment. We have so many amazing brand partners and sponsorships. We love to pop up in unexpected places like a football game, a baseball Ooh. game. People are like, what is a jewelry brand doing here? And I'm like, everything. Like, <laughs> You're like, we're supposed to be here. <laughs> you think about like family and fashion. It's like, you know, there's so many different families that go to sports activities. We really, um, it's able, we're able to kind of target that male demographic that I spoke about and continuously like show up where that audience is. And also like sports aren't what they used to be. It's not like it's a male only thing. Everybody goes to a sports game. And so I think that, you know, we're a brand that really loves to lean on color. We like to say that game day is really our thing. And so if, you know, we own game day, we got to show up where they are. So it's, we're reaching our prime time. It's like football season is kicking off. We're so excited. Um, and so it, and also a lot of the sports teams are fantastic philanthropic partners as well. So they really allow us to, you know, create these really, really meaningful partnerships and get into the community and leverage players and leverage our teams. And so it's kind of a, it's a very symbiotic relationship. Um, and it's, they've just been fantastic. I love that. I'm not, when you said that I pictured a, um, Chip and Joanna X Kendra Scott collab with a, like, <laughs> with like a Baylor with like a Baylor tie in. You said that. Oh my god, that would be interesting. That would be an interesting collab to do. Let's manifest it. We can manifest it. You know, and when you do, like, just call me, and then all all four of us. What's math? All five of us. We can all figure it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I, I'm here for it. I am here for it. But what advice for my last thing? Like, what advice do you have for those who are kind of looking to find opportunities, like say, like not everybody's going to be able to tie into like a Bama rush, but are looking in ways of kind of tapping into the user generated content to do more. Cause I feel like a lot of times we're dealing with a lot of social teams where like, it's overwhelming without the platforms. Like where do we start? How do we, what's like a simple streamlined way that they can start kind of integrating that and really making the consumer feel like they're part of the, they're part of the brand. It sounds so simple, but I have to go back to just listen, listen to your customers and pay attention. I don't think that you need, you can't like fall into a cookie cutter. You can't do what you're supposed, what you have to do. Like we have to do X amount of posts a day and we need to be reaching this many people. It's do what's organic to your brand, you know, and provide your customer with content that, enriches their lives and inspires them and motivates them and see what they like. They'll tell you what they like, whether it's the engagement with the content or with what's selling. Um, So I would say truly, truly listen and to also 
be brave and try new things. And, you know, kind of step outside of the comfort zone sometimes and uh, don't hesitate to seize a moment whenever it comes to you. Um, And I would also say, allow your customers to get involved. That's the biggest thing. Allow them to be involved. Talk to them, respond to them, um, reward them. Uh, We love a surprise and delight moment. Uh, (laughs) So I would say, yeah, it's like, listen and get your customer involved. And I feel like a lot of times like people will be like, oh, I want to get on this trend. And then going, having to go through like five layers of approval, you're like too late and you've missed the moment. So a lot of times you have to just trust your... You have to just trust your social teams or whomever's over the accounts to just. Oh my gosh. Yes. You you have to have complete trust in your social team. Um, Yeah. There's no time to get approvals, to ask if this aligns with strategies. Like you have to go. It's timing is of the essence. um, And, and that creates like that camaraderie too. And kind of goes back to people and customers can tell if brands are having fun or if it's a fun place to work at. And so you have to just, you know, that kind of creates that trust fall mentality. Like, Hey, I got you. I'm, you know, if something happens, I'm here, but you got to run with it. You're the expert. Everyone's kind of like an expert in their own little field. So I think that if you have to run ideas up the chain and wait for an answer and run them back down, then you've missed the moment. Mm -hmm. You've got to embrace it and you got to make a move. No, that's true. Yeah, you can't like if we if you if you all would have waited for a bammer, we you guys wouldn't have been able to take advantage no. of, of any of that stuff. No, no, and that was and at the time when we were making TikToks for it at first, half of the people in the office were like, "What is it? Huh? What is it?" Like they weren't even on TikTok yet, and it was like, "Just trust us. We're going with it." And <laughs> And look what happened. And so that just is all a testament to you got to build a culture where you trust each other and um, where you're not afraid to kind of cross the line and try something new. Amen to that. (laughs) (laughs) And for my last one, um, let's do a fun one. Do you have a favorite like accessory? Like what's your, you're not leaving the house without this. Oh my gosh. I am obsessed with all of our earrings. Like I literally, every time I see my mom, she's like, did you get another? another?" But I love all of our huggies and our little studs. And so I'm definitely a layerable earring gal. Um, I also have discovered we have a product called a layer it where you can put like three up three to five uh, necklaces on it. And then it's a magnet Ooh. in the back. So I've been big on like layering. Um, I'm just like, I didn't get the memo where you're supposed to take one thing off before you leave the house. <laughs> I just keep adding layer and layer more and more and more. Um, but I'd have to say if I had to pick like my favorites, it's like the huggies because they're so much fun and I like to mix and match them. I totally believe that like you don't have to buy things in sets anymore. It's like buy a set and share it with a friend. And so like you have one and they have one and then you're kind of got a cool little eclectic look going on. That's an awesome just mix and matching. So have a zebra print earring with the cheetah print one, a solid one. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Totally. Oh my goodness. Well, Amy, thank you so much for joining us today, talking all things Bama Rush and social, two of my favorite topics. <laughs> thank you. This was so much fun. Wow. How great was this episode? If you were like me, you probably took a lot of notes and have a lot of questions and comments. So if you do, feel free to add us at Adweek across Twitter, Instagram, all the social medias. And we'd love to hear from you all. And feel free to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That always helps us. And we can't wait to hear from you all and see you in the next episode. So 
Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Young Influentials, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Aaron, and edited by Lane McGibney at Bountville Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. If you expect your media investment to deliver clear, measurable results, Walmart Connect can help you get there with powerful analytics and the reach of America's number one retailer. Their closed-loop measurement uses Walmart's proprietary customer purchase data to track the impact of your campaigns on sales, not just on Walmart's site and app, but also in-store. For some campaigns, they can even provide rest-of-market data that tracks the impact on sales at other retailers. Visit walmartconnect.com today and see how they can help make your media spend meaningful. Walmart Connect. More than media, meaningful connections.